0: Welcome to the Love and Freedom Podcast with Peace Ducre, where she shares the life-transforming truth of God's Word that mends hearts and liberates people. Listen and experience the love of God.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back. Today we're still in our series, Three Truths to Remember When Going Through Trials. And we've talked about the first truth, which is that God loves you and will do absolutely anything for you. And we just concluded the second truth, which is that God's power is at work in you. And I would just like to implore you to keep listening to those episodes because scripture tells us that we are in an ongoing war. And it tells us the kind of, weaponry we should have how we should face this war because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are spiritual and they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and one of the uh, weapons there that we should have is the belt of truth and what is truth truth is the word of God and what I have shared with you in the previous episodes and what I share with you is the word of God. So it's important that you keep these words in your heart. You keep these words in your heart and in your mind and also in your mouth. And this brings me to today's episode or today's topic, which is the third truth to remember when going through trials. And that is that God's word is absolute truth. Praise Jesus. Think about it for a second. What is truth? The English dictionary says that truth is accuracy, truth is validity, truth is correctness, authenticity, truth is rightness. And our perception or what we believe as truth, it controls our lives. What we receive as truth controls our lives. It controls our moods. It controls how we respond to things. It controls how we live our lives. It controls our attitude, our actions. It controls every part of our lives. Take an instance. Imagine you were going to study for an exam and they said this exam would either make or break your career and you have to score above 80% for you to be certified or to be seen that you actually passed the exam. Imagine how you would study for that exam. You would be so focused, no, just dis- allowing no distractions because you know, that that exam can either make or break your career, but take another instance. Suppose I tell you, and the way you would study for that exam, Because you know you need above 80%, you would want to study a lot. But take for instance, they say, okay, this exam will either make or break your career and you need just 50% to pass. The way you study would be less. It would have, your mood, your action, your attitude, it would be less. And if they tell you this exam doesn't really matter, you just need to write it so they know that, okay, you attendance on the day of the exam. You attended the exam and you wrote it, at least no one cares about whatever you score. You might even not you might not even study for the exam. And you might not even it wouldn't affect your mood. Like you just go on with your day like it doesn't really matter after all. So the what we accept as truth, it affects us. It affects our lives. So then it it, it's it's important that we understand and we know what truth is and we examine our lives to know what truth is. We can't even believe what scientists tell us these days. They tell us when I was in um, elementary school. Was it elementary school they taught that thing or was it, in, <laughs> was it in high school? When I was in school, anyways, they told us we have this amount, this number of planets. And finding out now they're like, they don't even know how many, For like they're not certain yet how many planets there are. They're still discovering more planets. So it's like, okay, what is truth? Because if you tell me now that we have 20 planets, can I believe you? Like, is that true? Is that valid? So it's important that we know what is truth. And John 17, 17, Jesus speaking, sanctify them with your truth. Thy word, O God, is truth. So Jesus tells us something really important there, that the word of God is truth and you know the word translated truth there in John 17:17 17, 17 is the word Aletheia. and it means objectively what is true in any matter under consideration and this makes a lot of sense because he is the one God is the one who made the heavens and the earth he is the one who, are, who is the one who existed before anything came to exist Out of him proceeds all things. You know, scripture tells us in John 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. By him, all things were made and there's nothing that exists that was not made by God or that was not made by his word, which is God. Scripture tells us that he's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. And God lives out of time. He made time. So it means that God knows everything. How could he not? He knows everything. You know, scripture tells us when you know God speaking says, Can you search out the foundations of the earth? Do you know the foundations of the earth though? Like can you search out the foundations of the earth? You can't. But God knows. So it means that God knows everything. There is nothing that God doesn't know. So so if God says a thing, that then has to be true because He made everything. He's the executive producer of everything. So he knows. And much more than that, the word of the word, the word of God is. It's not, just, it's not just mere words. It's not just opinions. It's not just thoughts. It's not just ideas. It is not just the opinions, ideas, and thoughts of God. The Word of God is God. John 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And that Word became flesh. That is the Word that became Jesus. So it means that the Word of God is a person. So if you're saying the Word is lying, then maybe you're saying the, the Word is not... A, like the Word it's 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 if you're questioning the word you're questioning god so when god speaks to a man he doesn't just it's not just words he gives you a part of himself he gives you himself because god is his word so the word is a person in revelations 19 from verse 11 to 13 scripture says i saw heaven standing open and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called faithful and true remember faithful and true With justice he judges and wages war, his eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He's dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the word of God. So that just tells you that the word of God is a person. It's not just words. The word of God is a person. The word of God is God. So if you're saying that so that means the word of god cannot lie scripture says that all let all men be lie and let god be true the word of god cannot lie because think about it for the word of god not to be true it means that everything should not exist basically like the the things we see like the sky like it shouldn't exist it shouldn't exist basically like because his word made everything praise jesus so we just established that the word of god is true so it means that anything else that the, that contradicts the word of God is a lie. And I think this is really profound. Just knowing that God's word is true. Whatever God says concerning a thing is true. And so if we're looking to do anything in life or we're looking to understand certain things in life, what we should refer back to is the word of God to see what he says about the, that thing. So truth is what God says about a thing, God's opinion about a, a thing God's views, his thoughts about a thing. Praise Jesus. So what you consider to be true affects every part of your life. What you consider to be true affects your mood. It affects your actions. It affects your attitudes. It affects every single part of your life. Because imagine you're sitting down and then someone comes to tell you something that, Oh, you actually passed that exam or you have been fired. And probably it's just a prank you immediately your mood drops you're like oh my gosh i have planned this i have planned this i thought i would do this with this job i've been so hard working you could start in, at that point you could start complaining at your boss or start saying words and you probably go into your office and start packing your things and then someone comes and tell you, and tells you what are you doing or maybe your boss comes and tells you what are you doing and you're like i just got fired that I just have, that has just affected your mood. It has affected your attitude. It has, it has affected your actions. And ultimately it can affect your life as well. You can go home and then probably your boss starts calling you and stuff. And you would not want to pick because you're like, you fired me to stop calling me. And like, that could just affect your whole life. Right. And imagine your boss comes in and like, what are you doing? And you're like, I got fired and and she's like he or she's like who fired you like i didn't fire you like and then you get to find out that is a prank you see how just that information has shaped your mind has changed your mood and everything so what we accept as truth it goes a long way to determine our lives what we accept as truth plays out in the results that we get from life praise jesus if you tell you oh, women can't do that job, um, women don't get accepted for such roles, you just don't bother, you're not going to apply. I mean, except you are, um, like, just an example, like, you might not want to apply, like, oh, women don't get those roles, so I just, I'm just, i just going to leave it. Or they're like, oh, you're not qualified to get promoted, to so being the manager in this company. If you get to all those informations, you would, you would stall, you would not want to... Pursue your dreams. So that has just affected your life. So what we be, we come to believe as truth, it's very important. So what is truth then? What is truth? What determines truth? What can we use to measure truth? What can we? What is that thing that when we pass it through? What is that check that when we pass informations through, we can discern whether informations are true or not? Because doctors have given lots of wrong informations. Like oh, your genotype is this, your genotype is that, but your genotype was not that because they made mistakes. Or like this happened, you have this and turns out you don't have that. So what do we, how do we know the truth? How do we know what exactly is true? How do we know that, oh, this is a lie? Because it means that you can actually go through life living a lie. If the doctor comes and tells you, oh, you have cancer. There's, I've heard a lot of stories like that where um, the doctor said, oh, you have cancer and you have a Specific amounts of time left to live, and those people actually die, but then they discover oh, they never had cancer that has just affected their whole lives. So how do we on earth, how do we know that this information is a lie? How do we discern this john seventeen seventeen Jesus speaking there said, "Sanctify them with your truths, thy word, O God, is truth. So there you just got two things that the Word of God sanctifies, and that the word of God is truth. So, Jesus tells us that the word is truth. His word is truth. Praise Jesus. And the word translated truth there in that scripture is aletheia. And it means objectively what is true in any matter under consideration. The Greek word is aletheia. And the definition of that Greek word is objectively what is true in any matter under consideration so it means that the word of god is true in any matter under consideration so whether it comes to your health your finances your relationships your whatever it is your attitude like whatever it is the word of god is true concerning any matter and it doesn't just mean that because i know a lot of times what affects our what affects our perception of truth is physical things like evidence like okay where's the evidence like oh you tell me this i want to see proof i want to see evidence before i can believe what you have just told me and so this word translated truth in the bible doesn't just mean what is true in any matter but it also means the state of being evident praise jesus it means a state of being evident and it also means it do it donates it denotes the reality clearly lying before our eyes. It denotes the reality clearly lying before our eyes as opposed to a mere appearance without reality. So it means that the word of God is tangible. The word of God is tangible. As as his power is tangible, his word is tangible. And how could his word not be tangible? Because scripture tells us that the word of God is God. The word of God is a person. When you read Revelations, you see that the word of God is actually a person. When you read John 1, it says the word was God. The word is God and the word is what became flesh. The word is what became Jesus. So the word is God. So there is, that just tells us that when God speaks to you, it's not just words. It's not just thoughts or opinions. He's giving you a part of himself and there is nothing as sure as that. There's nothing more sure Than that. You know, when you look at the New Testament, when the disciples they saw Jesus and everything, and everything the heavens opened and everything, you know, that was all beautiful and great and glamorous, and you know, because humans they want to see, like you see, like Thomas, seeing is believing, except I see him, except I put my hand into the holes, I will not believe. But those disciples, they saw all these things, but then they said something, hallelujah, glory to Jesus, hallelujah. They said something. After they told us of their experience at the Mount of Transfiguration, when Jesus was taken back into heaven, when they saw Moses and Elijah, they said, but you would do well to hold on to the word of prophecy, the more sure word of prophecy. So it means that the word of God is more sure than your experiences. So it means that your experiences can be lying vanities and the word of God remains true. That is why we tell people, don't say you're sick. And then they're arguing with us, but I'm actually sick. Like that is, they're they're like, this is the truth. I'm not lying. I'm sick. I'm not lying. I'm sick. And we're like, you are not sick because you saying you're sick. It's like you saying God is lying. God is like, no one who dwells in Zion shall ever say they are sick. But you are there saying, I'm sick. Can't you see that I'm sick? But the disciples tells us that you would do well to hold on to the more sure word of prophecy. God's word is more sure than your experiences. So what you see can actually, we know there's like, you know, I think there's this quote that the more you look, the less you see. And when you see something's happen, they're like, it's not what you think. It's not what it seems. So we can actually see things like you could actually like see that, oh, there's a growth in your body. And the doctor is like, you have cancer. The results show that you have cancer like everything shows that you have cancer and let's not even say that god's word is telling you that you don't have cancer let's just say that the doctors making made a mistake but you're seeing the growth you're like okay so what about that growth it could just be like a swelling and then after a few days it goes back and the doctor is like hmm what happened the doctor could have actually mixed missed your result like mixed your result with someone else's results like that happens that brilliant like that happens no dad like for sure that happens so it's important that it's important that we as Christians we as believers know what we are what guides our lives or what rules our lives so let's look at several areas in our lives and what is the truth in that area of our lives Because now we've understood that, okay, God's word is true. So if we want to start a business, if we want to get married, if we want to have children, if we want, if we have like challenges in our health, or we are going, we're facing tough times. It's like, okay, so what's God saying concerning this? Because God's word, God has the final say. God has the, God should have the only say in your life actually. And we're like, okay, we want to know what God says about this thing. And what you do is check the word. So let us look at areas of our lives and just briefly look at what is the truth concerning that area. You know, when I just said it, I wanted to say my favorite area, but (laughs) there's so many areas, right? And God wants us to live a balanced life. So here I have my health, your health. That is one area of your life, your health, your career your business, your finance, your marriage, your pregnancy, if you're a woman or if you're a man who is looking to get married or if you're married, your children, your safety. You know, we live in a world where there's a lot of terrible news going around and it's like, huh, what is God saying about my safety in a pandemic? What is God saying about my safety? What is God saying about my peace? It's like you can't sleep at night but what is God saying about my peace scripture says that he gives sleep to his beloved that is just one thing right there but let's continue okay so let's start with the first one my health what is God saying concerning my health Isaiah 53 verse 4 I would like us to read that scripture Isaiah 53 verse 4 that is one thing that the Lord is saying about your health. So now this is your truth. So before we read that scripture, even if you already know what the scripture says, just know that, okay, this is the truth. This is my truth. So if you're going through challenges in your health right now, you're about to discover what God said about your health. What is the truth? You're about to discover it right now. So are you ready? Are you ready? 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 Okay, let's go. As I three verse four, he says, Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses, and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten, and afflicted by God as if with leprosy. Who has borne our griefs? It's talking about Christ, talking about Jesus. He says, Surely he has borne our griefs. He has borne our griefs. He has carried it. He has taken it upon himself. And we just saw that he said he has borne our sicknesses. So he has carried our sicknesses. He has put it upon himself and he has taken it away. That is so powerful. He said he has borne your sickness. He has borne cancer. He has borne arthritis. He has borne menstrual pain he has borne every kind of pain, he has borne everything, and he has taken it away, he has swept it away, we are going to, you know, we are going to, one of the series we're going to look at is concerning our health, and we look at the truth of God's word about our health, but this is just like a preamble, this is just like an intro, this is just like just something little to, you know, just so you know, like, okay, you have an idea of what God says about your health. And he says he has borne, he has carried away your sickness. He has taken it away. So if you're feeling pain right now and God has said, or God is saying right now to you that he has taken your pain, he has borne your pain, he has carried your pain away. How is it that you're feeling pain? So what does that tell you? It means that if you feel any pain in your body or if you feel any discomfort, any sickness at all in your body, it means that that sickness is a lying vanity. But then you think you're like, hmm, but I know the scripture. And in fact, I've been saying this scripture and I still feel this pain in my body. In fact, this pain is wrecking my body. Calm down. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to how we, what we should do with truth but god's word is true you know a lot of people like to put their experiences above the word of god but it makes no sense at all because god says that his word is truth his word is true it's the plain truth concerning any matter under consideration so it means that if god says you are not sick then you're actually not sick so stop arguing. A lot of people like arguing with God. Like, God, God but God, can't you see this? Can't you? But he's telling you that you're not sick. I have He's telling you now that I have borne your griefs, your sicknesses. I have taken them away. And you're like, but God, I still feel them. It means that what you feel right now is a lie. So if you feel pain in your body, you're like pain. You're a lying vanity and you are gone. You know, Jonah, in the book of Jonah, he says something really profound that those who observe lying vanities forsake their mercy. So those who observe the pain, those who observe the sickness, those who observe the swelling, the growth, they forsake their healing actually. So God is saying that no matter what no matter what it seems like, but no matter what you think you're seeing, or no matter what you're even saying, He's saying you would do well to pay more attention to my word. So it means God's word is true. So when they give you that report and they're like, oh you have this, you have this condition, you have that condition, you're like, oh, Okay, and then you go back and you're like, what does the word of God say? And then you remember Isaiah 53 verse 4 says, he has borne my sickness. He has taken my sickness away. Then you begin to rejoice. Stop, stop considering what you see. Take your eyes off what you see and focus on the word of God. If your life does not look like what the word of God says, it means you are living a lie. And you need to now pay more attention to the truth. Oh, you say you've been saying it, you believe this, and you do that, but you've still not seen it. That's when you should even believe more and talk it more, because this is the truth. It's it's as it's like it's an an example is when someone tells you, oh, women can apply for that role, and your boss in the same company, and your boss just told you to apply for it that women can actually apply for the role, and someone tells you, oh, women can apply for that role. You're going to look at that person like, ugh, like you're not even going to care. Like, what is this person saying? Like, are you just trying to discourage me so I won't get this role? Or are you? Or if it's a female, you you think um, maybe you're trying to apply for this role, so that's why you don't want me to apply for this role. That is the same thing. When you feel that pain, when you feel that headache, God is telling you, yo, I took it away. I took it away. So don't consider it. Don't look at it. I I have taken it away. So that ha- that has to be your consciousness, because I told you that your consciousness of truth. Affects the way you see things. It affects your attitude. It affects your thoughts. It affects your actions. It affects your life. So you pay more close attention to the word of God because the word of God is truth. Praise Jesus. Those symptoms are lying vanities. They're false. They're like vapor. They they have to evaporate. They have to evaporate because the word of God lasts forever. The word of God is eternal. So in our next episode, we're going to look at other areas of God's word. We're going to look at other areas of truth. So stay tuned and I'll see you. Thank you for listening and bye-bye.
0: I trust that you're even more glorious now after listening to that life-transforming message by Peace Dukuye. I invite you to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life by praying thus. O Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. Through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. Congratulations. You are now a child of God. If you desire to go deeper in the Word of God, please click on the link in the description to check out more in depth messages on Connect with Peace's blog. For counseling, questions, and inquiries, please send an email to the Love and Freedom Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Peace on Instagram at Connect with Peace.